this edition of 530 here on Transitions Tuesday at MindTalk. As many of you know, we are following the sort of daily living experiences, if you will, of a gentleman who was actually diagnosed with mixed dementia on May 30th, hence the title of the series 530. And that gentleman's name is Jim. Jim, how are you? I'm fine today. I noticed that you emphasized today. Are there some days that are better than others? Yes, there are. Like any other time in my life, there's some days that are great and some days that are not so great. Today happens to be a good day. Well, that's a good thing. You know, many people have asked uh, what exactly it means to have mixed dementia, which is what you were diagnosed with, um, which the doctor explained to you was Alzheimer's with vascular involvement. Uh, I just want to share with you and with the audience a little bit more about mixed dementia before you and I start our conversation. Is that okay? Yes. Terrific. All right. I am looking at the uh, Alzheimer's Association website, and they're saying that mixed dementia uh, in is the, they're saying that in the quote, most common form of mixed dementia, the abnormal protein deposits associated with Alzheimer's disease coexist with blood vessel problems linked to vascular dementia. And in fact, the what the doctor explained to you was that some of the symptoms that you had and some of the cognitive uh, changes that were going on looked like Alzheimer's and some of them looked like uh, vascular involvement. And that, in fact, uh, if I recall correctly, um, they said that you may have had several very tiny strokes that caused a shutting down of uh, a significant amount of blood vessels in the brain. Do you recall that conversation? Yes. And I, it, it doesn't mean a lot to me because I don't understand it, but it, yes, I remember the conversation. Okay. As you have been getting feedback from people asking you questions, asking about how you're doing, expressing shock that this isn't even an issue for you, what are some of the things that you've been feeling? Uh, I'm feeling a lot of support from people. I'm feeling uh, a sense of clarity with, with, with what's going on with me. Um, and I'm also hearing uh, how uh, I, I'm also recalling past conversations with people. And uh, uh, there are times when I had, uh, had thought that people understood what I was saying and they didn't. And I'm just, I, I kind of find find out now that that they misunderstood some things I've said before. And uh, it's okay. I, 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 it, it, not that it's okay with me. It's just okay that I've missed, that I heard, I hear now that they misunderstood. And, and somehow during a conversation or so forth, I've corrected some folks on some things that I've, that I, I realize I've been uh, misunderstood on. Well, part of the experience of dementia, as you and I have both talked about, is changing cognitive 
uh, skills, cognition being the way that you think. And as those skills change and even your verbal skills change, it's very easy to think that you have said something, have it in the back of your mind, but when it comes out, it's actually different. And I would think on some levels that might be at least a little bit jarring. It's, it's, it's upsetting, especially when you realize that you have not been uh, uh, understood. As you think about your life moving forward, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm going back to the Alzheimer's, uh, uh, Alzheimer's Association website, and they say that the mixed dementia symptoms may vary um, depending on the type of brain changes involved and the brain regions affected. Uh, a person's symptoms may suggest that there is more than one type of dementia present, and that, in fact, is what has happened with you. As you're learning more about dementia um, and how you can be affected by it, do you have any sense that of when you began to have what you can now look back on as being symptoms and being some cognitive challenges, some memory losses, that memory changes that may or may not have been associated with mixed dementia. Do you know when they, do you have a sense of when those changes began? No. None whatsoever? No. Okay. No, I, I, I'm living my life as I feel it and as I see it. And um, whenever changes happen, they happen. I remember afterwards what 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 has happened, but I don't remember when it started. Uh, it doesn't doesn't make sense to me to know now exactly when on a, put a date on it as 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 to when a particular uh, thing happened. So no real sense of whether it was a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago. No, nah. because okay. life. I live my life. The way I live my life, I live my life as it is, and there are certain things that has happened uh, that I know have happened, and I can look back and say, "Hey, you know, um, I remember, you know, in in in, in uh, say uh, two years ago when this happened, and I remember now that this happened, and uh, it it, uh, it happened, and uh, I remember that." Things didn't happen, and I remember why they didn't happen, but it's after the fact. You recently had a doctor's appointment. Um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure. Do you recall that conversation? Not entirely, but I do remember the visit, yes, to the doctor, yes. Okay. Uh, but in terms of the details of the visit, not so much. No. Okay. One of the things that the doctor said um, that you at the time were able to tell me was that the vascular damage was significant. What did you make of that? I didn't really understand what he meant by vascular uh, damage. Uh, I just heard him say that. But I don't know what it means to me. Okay. So vascular damage 
blood vessel damage, the blood vessels in your brain. Um, one of your doctors said that the the blood that your blood is thick, um, and that may have caused some of the blood vessels to shut down. Uh, which, and I may have said this before, is one of the reasons that all of your doctors are telling you, please take a baby aspirin every night. That is the treatment of choice. How many times have you heard that lately? A thousand. <laughs> a thousand times. When you are going through your day and perhaps feeling like you want to reach out and just say hello to somebody, or maybe not necessarily reach out, but you force yourself to do it anyway, why do you do that? Why do you reach out to others? I, I talk to people because my life is still going on, and I still have a lot of friends and a lot of acquaintances, acquaintances that I that I that I uh, communicate with. And uh, there are a lot of things that I'm doing uh, in the community and outside the community and with other people uh, that I need to continue to to keep going. So I do that because it's normal for me to do that. I've been doing that for so long, and I just keep doing it. That's all. You know, one of the things that is often said uh, about for those and about those who are dealing with this issue is that they do need to reach out and they do need to be social, that that is actually helpful to them. And sometimes the, the tendency is to withdraw. And the medical experts are saying, nope, that's the last thing you want to do. Make sense? Uh, I, I, it makes a lot of sense to me to continue to reach out. I think we're going to take a break in, in, in a couple of minutes. Um, I, I would just like to again go back to the uh, Alzheimer's Association uh, website, which absolutely clearly has a great deal of information. They make some recommendations about um, what one should do who is dealing with uh, certainly the vascular, uh, with Alzheimer's and with um, vascular cognitive impairment or dementia. Don't smoke. It's tops on the list. Don't smoke. Keep your blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood sugar within recommended limits. Eat a healthy, balanced diet. Exercise maintain a healthy weight, and limit alcohol consumption. Do those things make sense to you? Sure. I, I don't drink alcohol. I haven't smoked in 50 years. <laughs> I smoked 50 years ago, but I don't smoke now, and it's, never, it's, it's, it's not an issue with me. And, and, in fact, as I understand it, you know, as you said, you smoked a long time ago. You, you've never uh, been a drinker. You've always been pretty uh, dead. Well, not always, but for a very long time, pretty dedicated to a healthy, balanced diet and exercise and maintaining healthy weight. So in some ways, you might be a little bit ahead of the game than others who may be dealing with this. But clearly, it is underscored that all of these issues are an important part of maintaining your health. We're going to take a break, Jim, and we will be right back. Jim, I know you have uh, talked to some friends and, and some family, but there are some people that you've chosen not to share 
your diagnosis and your experience with at the same time that you're sharing it with all the people who are listening to you here at Mind Talk? What's your sense of what that's about? It's only my being cautious, uh, my also being very, very uh, trying to be understanding of where other people are with understanding this kind of, uh, of, of, of situation and uh, wanting to give them time to wrap their brains around what I'm going through and to also have their own time to to collect their thoughts about what it is and how to do it and that way we can have a more meaningful conversation with each other. But there's some people you haven't told at all. So yeah. those people, those family members or those friends, you're not telling them is not about giving them time and space to figure it out. That's something going on with you. Right. What's your sense of what's going on with you in making those decisions? It's me being uh, fearful of what they might feel or what they might hear and what they might understand or not understand. It's all about, uh, it's all about me. When you say fearful, what what are some of those fears? Fears is, 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 uh, of not understanding uh, the situation and awfulizing in a sense that they would uh, not really uh, get the full gist of what's going on with me. And uh, it might affect the relationship between me and them depending on who the, who it is and what the family is. I, I have to navigate through that that feel carefully with family members because some of them are at certain levels that they can understand and some are not. So I need to be careful about how I how I do that. And it's all for me, not for them. Not not trying to, to, to protect them, but to protect protect me and my feelings. And, you know, Jim, I, I would suggest that that's um, uh, a pretty insightful comment because a lot of times, whether it's an illness or, or a life event, we, just as human beings, may find ourselves not doing and doing something, telling ourselves it's in the service of others when, in fact, it really may be in the service of ourselves, which is fine as long as we're clear about it. Yeah, it's... And, it's my own selfish way of trying to, I guess, for lack of a better word, protect myself. But it's not. It's 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 not that I want to dishonor myself or dishonor them. It's just about me trying to really uh, keep a certain level of harmony between me and everybody around me, so that I can continue to live my life the way I like to live it. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, I, I hear you saying that it's uh, you being selfish, but in fact, I think it sounds more like you trying to do what you said a, a few moments ago, which is to really find a space that feels safe for you, 
um, that feels comfortable for you. And, uh, you know, depending on who the people are who hear about your diagnosis, some people think that you're immediately going to fall off the face of the earth because you've now gotten this diagnosis. Uh, and they're sort of expecting you, they're expecting to go to your funeral, quite bluntly, mm-hmm. you know, in a month. Mm-hmm. And that's not what's going on at all. But there are changes that are occurring. As you, let's just talk about today, for example. Um, what was today like for you? Mm. Today? You mean in terms of what? In terms of what you did today. Do you recall the events of today? Yeah. Okay. Tell us about your day. Uh, I got up this morning and I I, uh, I, I did my normal um, uh, things in terms of getting myself together and going to uh, to um, uh, to my uh, my training and uh, when I say training I'm talking about physical training physical Physical therapy? Yeah, physical therapy. I did that, and uh, after that, I uh, took time to myself just to be alone, and I wanted to do that, and I went to to, to purchase uh, uh, breakfast for myself. I did that, and after that, I organized and sat and ate that, and then I decided I wanted to buy some other pieces of food to go with my um, a new piece of uh, 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 equipment that I bought uh, that was given to me it's called a magic bullet it's something that I can use to to prepare certain types of food to try and keep my body healthy as possible so, so in the interest uh, of not giving a commercial <laughs> <laughs> to the company you just named, let's just right. refer to it as a blender, sort of a portable blender, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe, and if you want to call it that, but not, not, it's hard to explain it without giving the name of it. People, people, people know what it is now. Anyway, I I did that so that um, I can begin to prepare food for myself, uh, healthy food for myself again, because I had gotten away from doing that for a long time, and that's why I had. Uh, so you went, you got up, you went to your doctor's appointment, you went to a physical therapy appointment. And then I went shopping for me. Got breakfast, got food, came home. So, so far what I'm hearing is organizational skills, a little bit of time management sort of thrown in there to get to where you need to be at a particular time. I hear future planning skills and that you were thinking about what you wanted, the fruits and uh, things that you wanted to get to utilize when you got home. When you got home, what'd you do? Just kind of go to bed, laze around the house. What'd you do? <laughs> no, I had to prepare for um, for uh, for this interview as well as do some other things that I needed to to, to get done. Um, it's not just uh, uh, just uh, for the show, but just some other things I needed to do to to do for myself. So I did those things and. Uh, uh, and, and that was it. I understand you threw some bowling in there at some point. I did. I, w- I went with some friends called and wanted to go bowling. I do this every week anyhow. And so I went bowling. Uh, had a lot of fun uh, with, the, with the guys. And uh, uh, 
it was it was part of what I do for myself uh every week uh to keep uh to keep that part of my life alive so hanging out with the fellas getting some exercise so it sounds like you had a pretty full day kind of sort of you know there was some lag time in it because we traveled uh around the beltway and so forth and that time was spent uh talking about a variety of different things but it was it was more more of um a, a typical friend to friend kind of uh situation we made some plans about some future activities that we might get involved in and uh that was it but again that kind of sounds like a full day and and not consistent with the myth that people often have about alzheimer's uh, in particular, and dementia in general. And uh, I know that, you know, we talk often, you and I talk often about uh, the challenges of Alzheimer's, but there are also parts of your life that are just as they were and fulfilling just as they were. Yes. What is helpful to you from friends and family is it to well, what can friends and family do to be helpful to you given the diagnosis that you're dealing with it's hard to to say what the friends and family should do should or should not do because you don't know it depends on the situation uh i should make sure that that i'm present and that i'm honest with everyone who I talked to so that they would clearly understand what's going on with me. So what do you mean uh, you, you have to be honest with everyone? Uh if I if I if I, if I if I'm not clear about what they're saying or how they're saying it or what they're saying or if if if, if there's any feelings that are being rubbed or rubbed or or or, 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 or anything that's going on uh I need to let them know that. Uh and that's with everybody. I treat my family and friends the same way. So there's no there's no there's no special anything that I need to accept or or, or start looking at from from them. Um, I had a long conversation with my 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 sister today, who just came out of the hospital from an operation, and uh, uh, she's aware of my situation as well, and uh, I had to I had to clearly understand where she's coming from with her problem and sort of counsel her or give her some some encouragement as to how she might uh, deal with her own recovery. We're going to take a break um, in just a few moments, um, but I do want to ask you one question before we go this time around. Is there anything that people are saying or doing or not saying or doing that you would like to experience differently does that question make sense to you not really because i don't know what that would be i don't know how to to respond to that are there things that people are saying or doing that is upsetting to you that you would prefer they not do no are there things that people are not saying or not doing that you would prefer they do no. No. So no. you're kind of good right now. Right now. As is. Yes. Okay. 
We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll come back. This is Pamela Brewer. You're listening to Mind Talk, and this edition of 530, which is a part of the Transitions Tuesday series, following the day-to-day experiences of a 79-year-old African-American gentleman uh, with many years' experience in the communications industry who's now dealing with a diagnosis of mixed dementia. We'll be right back. Jim, can you give us a sense of what scares you? It's hard to say. I'm looking at myself now and and uh, saying, you know, I'm projecting myself 10, 15, 20 years from now and saying, what, what, what will my life be like 10 years from now? I don't know. It frightens me to think that far ahead. Uh, I'm concerned about my welfare and what's going to be going on with me. 10, 15 years from now. But I'm not scared. I'm concerned. But, but frightened, no. What do you imagine your life will be like a year from now? I don't know. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I can't say. Is that unnerving, exciting, something else? No, it's not unnerving or exciting. It's just that I hope, I'm hoping and praying that I can keep continue with the strength I have and the and the and the the energy I have to continue to do the things that are happy that make me happy and to make people around me happy uh I want to continue to grow I want to continue to produce I want to continue to do things that I that I that I that that's going to improve my life and the lives of people around me and I'm hoping that in that list is continuing to work with my talk exactly do you object to people when they see you saying, Jim, I hear you got this diagnosis. Oh, my goodness, what does that mean? Does that bother you? Do people come at you like that, first of all? No, they don't. Okay. But, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if they did, if they say that, because people, don't, people in general don't, don't, don't talk to me that way. You know, um, what do you mean? I mean, they don't come to me, hey, man, I heard here you 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 got this and got that and so forth and they don't do that uh they just don't talk to me that way would you welcome it if they did i wouldn't i wouldn't bite their heads off no you would not no okay so their heads are safe of course (laughs) okay Is there anything that we're going to be closing out this portion of of the program uh, for today? And I'm wondering if there's anything in particular that you would like to say to your listeners. To be very conscious of of uh, of, of of your senior citizens, of people around you who may be suffering from this particular condition condition. Uh, be with them, understand them, uh, care for them, uh, assist them whenever you can, and uh, and be be cognizant of the fact that there are so many of us who have uh, who have this condition, 
and uh, you don't know that they have it, uh, but they do have it, and uh, you can uh, you can be sure that uh, that you have somebody in your family or someone close to you who may have the same condition. Make sure that you can spot it, and when you can spot it, be cognizant and be careful about how you react to it because it's very important that that uh, you understand where they're coming from and what they're doing and what kind of condition they're in. So uh, it's, it's a reality as we speak. People know uh, that, uh, that they have a certain condition. They may try to hide it from you, so let them hide it. Let them hide it. Let them talk to you uh, on their level, and when they're ready to, to explain themselves to you, let them do that. You know, a lot of times people don't know what's going on with them, not just with something like a dementia diagnosis, but with a lot of different diagnoses. So it may not be that they're keeping it from you or right. from themselves, although they may be. It may be that they really just don't know. Exactly. Jim, do you object to people sending you an email? No. Okay. So that email address is jim at m-y-n-d-t-a-l-k dot o-r-g. Again, that's jim at m-y-n-d-t-a-l-k dot o-r-g. My email address is Pamela, P-A-M-E-L-A, at mindtalk.org. Jim, thank you so much for continuing to spend time with us. And I know we will be back soon with another conversation as part of the 530 Transitions Tuesday series. Thank you. Folks, thank you so much for joining us. As you've heard Jim say, he welcomes your emails. So by all means, feel free. I don't know that he can answer everyone, but I know he'll give it a royal try. If you would like to be in touch, again, that email for me is Pamela, P-A-M-E-L-A, at mindtalk.org. Mindtalk is available online, on demand, by going to MindTalk, and that's with a Y, dot O-R-G. You can also check on the MindTalk website and see the other venues where you can listen to this and any other edition of MindTalk. Thanks again, folks, and remember always, if it's unacceptable, it's unacceptable. You take care.